Hello and welcome to the Stress Sessions Mental Health Podcast with me, Luke. You're listening to Series 4, Episode 18, and as I live in the Milton Keynes area, I love to have guests on the podcast from the local area. So this week, I'm speaking to Kirsty, who is an owner of a Milton Keynes-based family-run cake shop called Oh My Cakery, and I've wanted to chat to Kirsty for ages. So without further ado, here is the Stress Sessions with... Kirsty from Oh My Cakery. Welcome to the Stress Sessions, Kirsty from Oh My Cakery. It's nice to, nice to see you again. It's like we haven't met before. Yeah, it's like, I've never seen you. I've never life. seen you in my life, yeah. yeah. I've never seen you at our cake trailer, ever. Yeah, I've uh, been there a few times. Yeah, I'll give you the list of where we are next. Yeah. Like a follow yeah, yeah, and you, we can plug it on this. Plug it at well. the end, yeah. 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 Um, so how's your day been? How's your day, week? Actually, today's life. been quiet, considering the, the way the last couple of weeks have gone. And we've been trying to, like, reschedule, because every day just seems chaotic. And all like, I don't even know what day it is. So I'm like, is today Monday? Did we say today? Generally, life just feels like a blur at the minute. Mm. But um, today we took a bit of a quieter day, because it's a bit of a quieter week. And we're trying to like plan a little bit more. So yeah, we had a quieter day today. So I feel quite calm. <laughs> it's probably a good day to catch me on. Yeah. Less chaotic. Yeah, it's all good. It's good. Yeah. And the first question I'm going to ask you, which is I'm going to ask every single guest, mm-hmm. is what was your happiest song in the world? Oh God, I wasn't prepared for that one. What's my happiest song? Anything Beyonce. I think I, I like anything that makes you feel a little bit empowered. Some days I like something where... I want to pretend like Barry's just dumped me and I'm just like in the car and I'm like, just, Barry's got mention yeah. already. He's got mention right at the start as well. See, without even realising I did it already. That's, that's good going. Um, yeah, I think anything, I was blaring Beyonce today. I literally just put something on my like Apple Music, which just picked an album, like a mixture of her albums. And um, I love her newest one. Break, not you're not going to break my soul that one oh, okay. that one's good I don't listen to Beyonce do you not no. oh. not since Maybe. like the first couple of albums but. yeah I mean I should have said Adele really shouldn't I yeah. so I've just been to Adele oh well <laughs> oh well I can't feel like I've got around my system now <laughs> I've been to the concert um but then like Adele's a bit more like she's only got a couple of like she knows she's only got a couple of upbeat songs so yeah, yeah. They're all pretty the, like... the rest of them are like if you're feeling like you just want to have absolute rage in the car and scream something at the top of the lungs, or just good, cry, or just cry. <laughs> <laughs> Either one of those. Yeah, Beyonce is more empowering. I'm going to go with, with Queen B. Like Anything that. from her. Yeah, like good it. choice. Mm. Good choice. Good choice. Nobody's picked Beyonce before. Are they so not? No, no <gasps> oh, I can't remember what the if last. If only she knew. I can't remember what the last person picked. No, it's an obscure song. Okay. So nobody'd know it. I mean, but... if you went through. Um, my my playlist on my phone it is wild. <laughs> there's what, no is it like the selection of the selection music? of yeah. songs like genres. Uh, there's no one direct genre that I stick to. 
I could go from gangster rap to theatre within a second and I'll completely change modes really quickly. Like I can go from Jay-Z to, you know, Les Les, Les (laughs) within a second. Really? You know, I like it. It's good time. Yes, change it up. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Varieties of spice of love. (laughs) But Beyonce over Adele. Yeah. And for people listening that might not know who you are, mm-hmm. can you give me a little bit of background about Oh My Cakery, yourself, your life, yeah. anything that you Ooh. want to tell the listeners? How long we've got? Just how <laughs> long you want. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Oh My Cakery started, I think, I think it's going on four years now. I think we've just had our, our fourth birthday, um, which we went through quite slyly without kind of doing a big grand gesture of, it's a birthday kind of thing just because it's been so chaotic um and the world just kind of seems like out of control so sometimes you just like the timing just doesn't seem like it fits so you're kind of like I'm just gonna slide on through this year without any kind of big thing um but yeah we started the business it it started as a hobby basically yeah literally was me in my kitchen and just I called it bake therapy so I just, it kind of just was the one thing. I love to cook anyway. And me and my mum always like to bake and decorate cakes and stuff like that. So it kind of just went from that. And you know what social media is like? You put your kid's birthday cake on and then a friend asks you to make their kid's yeah, cake. Yeah, yeah. And then it just kind of like, oh, well, you make a cake for so-and-so. And it just like snowballs. And then the next minute I'm like at home going, everyone needs to eat everything out the fridge because I've got eight cakes to put in there. And I've literally just got our like household fridge with like salad and veg in. And I'm like stuffing carrots in like down berries. Oh God. (laughs) Maybe cut that one out. Okay. Stuffing salad. No, maybe not not cut that one out. Um, But yeah, just like making them eat everything. So I need to get these cakes in. And it just um it kind of just progressed from there mum was a a bit of a crossroads with her job she worked in um the transport industry and I think she was leading quite an unhealthy balance between work and life Mm. um and it was becoming quite stressful and she took a voluntary redundancy basically so she'd been working there for a really long time and I said to her you know um maybe it was always a pipe dream. I'd love a, I'd love an afternoon tea place or a cake shop or something. And then I just said to her, you know, like you, you're at a, a point in your life where you want to change. And I, we've always said that this was something we, if we won the lottery, we'll, we'll do that. Yeah, yeah. Why do we keep saying that? So she very kindly put up the front of the money to start the business. So we decided to start it in the, in the November and we did like a bake sale with a charity and it was just crazy. People were like, do you have a business card? And I was like, no, it's, completely it's unprepared. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have a Facebook page? And I was like, no. Oh, wow. um, and it just kind of like, we were like, if we're going to do it, let's just do it. Yeah, yeah. And we just literally, I started from home in the November and then by the beginning of the following year I was like we either need to keep it as it is so it's a small a really really small scale business or we just go for it and we get a premises and we you know try and make go of it and then four years later we've we've overheads and here we are stressed 
do you have like a kind of like mental health story? So have you ever suffered from a mental illness or anything? Or would you say like, is there anything that's um, cropped up in your life where you've been like? I would have said like, um, I wouldn't have said so like when I was younger, because I think I had an amazing upbringing the usual stuff at school that's you know everyone's gone through a bit of bullying and stuff like mm-hmm. that but nothing I was always always think I had enough kind of self-esteem in me to like work through it I don't think I hit like a bump in the road probably obviously in, until my my adult years I guess I think that's when shit gets real really isn't yeah, it like yeah, yeah. that's that's the, t- the tough stuff that makes a bit and I think I look back on my my teenage years now and I'm like oh you're such a dick <laughs> like you were really upset about that like Jesus Christ like seriously yeah. you know I think it I think it puts a lot into perspective when you when you have that realization of that wasn't stuff that you were what you thought you were going through there was just what every teenager kind of goes through um that wasn't real nitty-gritty stuff yeah (laughs) you know and I think once I got into my my and even when I had my first daughter um sure she was a breeze (laughs) she was was an absolute breeze until she hit three then we went through a phase um typically like they say kids that hit terrible twos and I was really smug and I was like no she's amazing like she's like my little sidekick wherever I went she went with me and she was incredible and then she hit three and karma well and truly bit me on the behind and I was like who is this child and I just um so she had a little little phase then but she she really and still is a a really amazing I say kid but she's an adult now she's 18 so I'll stop calling her a kid but she was an amazing kid and I think um Probably if you ask any of my friends before I had Tegan, I think I was really immature. I just think, I don't even think it was immaturity. I just, I never took anything too seriously. I just, I just did what I wanted. And like, you know, I just never let anything really stress me out. And that probably really annoyed me annoyed people around me because they probably thought that I just probably wasn't serious and I didn't take Mm. anything seriously um I was a bit of a joker I was you know if there was a spare place going on someone's Hindu they'd be like oh my Kirstie she's (laughs) hilarious and I'm like okay okay (laughs) like it was just you know I just really didn't have anything to moan about at all um and I think it I guess in where where our our family started was obviously when we had our second child um and then that's when probably most of my my mental health journey started Mm -hmm. um but yeah before that I couldn't really say that I really had anything to to moan about at all I should have been really grateful but I probably wasn't (laughs) as well oh 100% like I mean even if I look at kids these days they're just you know they just don't know how good they've got it sometimes don't get me wrong I definitely feel like these these years for teenagers now are tough like really hard um and but I still think (laughs) they act like they're even more hard done by sometimes than they actually are so but we're you know yeah it's perspective though isn't it yeah and I think going back to what you said about 
when you're a kid, you dramatise stuff. A oh, hundred percent. Give me an Oscar. But at the end of the day, like, you don't because at the at the same time, it feels like the worst thing ever. At it's the like time. the world's ending. Yeah, hundred percent. Over something yeah. stupid like you, oh, you got broken up with as a yeah, exactly. Like, you know what I mean? like, yeah, stuff like at that. The t- and, but that's what I think about any about anything that anyone's going through. It's all perspective, right? Mm. So. It doesn't matter what the story is behind it. We we can't invalidate how we were feeling if that's the way that we feel. It might to you, it might not seem like the or to someone else, sorry, it might not seem like the worst thing in the world. Um, and and of course, we all know other people are going through other things that are horrific, mm. right? But it doesn't stop it from making it feel the way that it makes you feel. Um, I think quite often we invalidate ourselves by saying. There's worse people, people are worse off in the world. I shouldn't really moan about it. I shouldn't really feel that way about it. Um, so, yeah, I think everyone has a right to feel that the way that they do. We can't, we, you know, we shouldn't invalidate ourselves and other people shouldn't invalidate us either. Um, you know, I, I, I struggle, um, not, that's the wrong word, struggle. Sometimes I so obviously with mental health and as kids have grown up and I try to talk to Tegan about it a lot and she talks about her anxieties and stuff and she does and she has really struggled with anxiety um especially with the GCSEs and then moving Mm. on to college and, and auditions for college and things like that um but I've also had to explain to her what's normal for nerves like what's nervousness and feeling normal and then what truly is an an anxiety attack or anxious because I think for a lot of when there's when it's when you give yourself a label of anxiety I think especially because we do talk about it so much then sometimes people are quickly to say it's anxiety but do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. especially for younger younger kids I think it's really important to have open conversations to say to them that's normal to feel the way that you're feeling and then when it's not normal to say okay you know this we need to delve into that a bit more so I've tried really hard with she because she does she does often struggle and she does often say I'm anxious and I'm like you're nervous you know and, and when it goes to the where she's been extreme I'm like right that's anxiety no, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. really anxiety so um I mean, adulting is tough. Parenting is like next level <laughs> toughness. I don't know that. Don't know anything about yeah, parenting. Yeah, br- it can be brutal. It can be beautiful and it can be brutal. So um, it's, it's, it's a tricky one, bit of a minefield. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's interesting you say like the difference between like nerves and anxiety because, again, I've pro- I'm probably repeating myself from other podcasts, but when, when we were growing up, because I'm guessing you're like, Maybe a similar age to me. Yeah, near like, 40. Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe younger. Early 30s. <laughs> <laughs> play, play free. God's sake. <laughs> but when I guess when we were growing up, those feelings were always nervous. nerves. Yeah, we never spoke about thing. anxiety no, it didn't when exist, I was did it? younger. Because no, it wasn't um, a thing. It wasn't, it wasn't, it was never, a, um, but then I just think, you know, there wasn't a lot. When I was at school, there wasn't autism. They, you know, they were labelled naughty kids. Yeah. You know, there yeah. was like, there's so many things where we can get help that we just didn't have back then. And it was like, you know, if it was, if we were really badly anxious, 
um we would just say we're nervous we just it was just nerves it was just how we feel but you know there's a there's a big difference between being anxious and nervous for sure um but but yeah it's we just didn't have it back then no because I remember like loads because so like I've obviously I've had therapy <laughs> so it's like he hasn't <laughs> you, you, you it's like when you talk to a therapist and you obviously look back on previous experiences of when you was a kid growing mm-hmm. up and like moving on to your adult life and stuff and you suddenly sort of, sort of clocked don't you I, I was anxious at that point or yeah. I had depression at that point mm-hmm. and up until you spoke to that person that sort of put you down that path you wouldn't have even realized it yourself yeah, absolutely which is weird I yeah. find it's really strange yeah but mm. yeah it, it, life's evolved so much hasn't it and our surroundings have evolved so much um I think I'm forever grateful that it is easier still think there's some work to do obviously like with everything but it is easier for people to talk to someone yeah. which is a big thing um but yeah I think you know especially for for the teenage years um having gone through the pandemic and stuff like that I do think uh, you know that rightly so a lot more people are anxious for sure yeah I think a lot of people will come out or would have come out of the pandemic with a mental illness yeah. than, than before yeah definitely had it been normal I do think um a lot of Tegan's was probably um triggered within that within that time for sure it was a hugely stressful time for anyone going through their GCSEs and stuff so do you think a lot of it stemmed from there and it's even down to stuff like she wouldn't have been able to see her friends or go out and do normal stuff that yeah kids kids do yeah yeah Yeah, absolutely didn't have prom didn't have anything all those milestones that we had growing up they kind of literally just wiped out so Mm. And it's probably taken a good two years to get her confidence built back up again. So, yeah, it's hard. It's hard watching her go through that as well. Yeah. Because almost I think from, like, my perspective, if it's me, um, the feeling that way, I can, I almost can manage, I, I don't know, it's more manageable when it's happening to me. But when it's happening to someone I love, like my child, I find that hard to deal with and hard to cope Mm. with because I just wish that I could just take that away and for her to have the carefree teenage years that I had and not have to worry about those things but yeah hers actually might have stemmed earlier on I don't know after you know what we went through it could have it could have stemmed from there but um but yeah so it's a tricky one is it because I always feel like when it comes to talking about mental health I find it easier to help other people Do you? than actually speak about my own shit right I don't, I don't know if it's like a guy thing or yeah, if it's like I, in that sense I do yeah. I, I guess it's that thing of like it's easier to give someone else advice than it is yeah, to take yeah, yeah. it yourself maybe and I don't I don't know why I don't know what that is I'm a bury in my head in the sand type of oh. person <laughs> never used to be I, I used to be quite vocal um and I used to um maybe be one of those annoying people but it was an outlet I used to put quite a bit on social media you know just to vent and write and stuff like that and then I think I don't know a shift happened and suddenly I just didn't want everyone knowing 
and I, I just kind of withdrew a little bit and now I'm kind of a bit more guarded and a bit more I don't know don't know what the shift was though hmm. I think we I was just gonna do say what, what we do. do you know what it's down to <laughs> um I think I'm gonna be so honest I think it was because Barry and I separated for about a year um and I think it was the fact that everybody was so shocked oh, okay. because from a a point of view of them on the outside looking in um I used to talk about Neve a lot and Tegan a lot and you know her like the medical struggles and things like that but wouldn't necessarily say about our struggles and so I guess I built up this perception um that we were like united and Mm. everything was great and you know people used to say you guys are so inspirational and and I, I just almost put I felt like I don't know it kind of put um us like up here and I didn't feel like that was and you know we were individually having our own struggles that were then affecting our relationship so that when we when we broke up everyone just couldn't believe it and so I then I thought do you know what I just but then, and then everyone wanted to know and then everyone was asking questions and that was too much for me. And mm. um, so I think that's when I started to pull back and just, I, I mean, essentially I did it because the, like the social media side of things, I was trying to raise awareness for Neve and her cerebral palsy and we were fundraising for therapy and, you know, stuff like that. But at the same time, we weren't dealing with our demons so yeah, you yeah. know it kind of it kind of overspilled onto us um so yeah I think I just felt like everyone knew everything about us or what they thought they knew about us and then when shit hit the fan and they were like oh my god what happened they there was like maybe in it I not from them I don't think I think it was what I thought I felt like there was a level of expectation to and my dirty laundry when I didn't want to. Yeah, yeah. So, and I think that's the the trap that you can fall into with social media in how much you share. This is the thing, isn't it? Is that mm-hmm. on social media, you can literally put out a life that isn't yours and you can yeah. just literally pretend that every. And I think everybody does it. Everybody just puts out the best bits on social media, don't they? And I've I've had it with Tara a lot where people have been like, oh, you're, you're the ideal couple and you you you've been together for ages blah blah and it's like we, we everybody has their struggles everybody has like Absolutely. shit patches and go goes through stuff that's and, such a pressure isn't it to put on yeah people yeah, yeah. and it's it must must have been the same for you that mm. like people put you on a pedestal like because i don't i don't know why people do it it's maybe it's like it's weird isn't it I think I guess it I think it's a me issue Mm. more than it is an anyone else issue I think you know maybe it's because I don't feel that way like you know when someone says oh you know you're so inspirational you're amazing I don't feel that way inside about myself so when someone tells me that I actually feel really awkward Mm. and that's not a dig at anyone anyone who ever says that to me because it's always really lovely but if you don't believe it and you don't feel it inside, um, it's a really hard compliment to take. Yeah, yeah. And so, and actually, I don't. I sort of feel like we're not. We just 
we do what we do because it's our child and anyone else would do the same in any situation so I shouldn't be labeled something that seems higher up than any other mum because I'm no different to any other mum I just I'm seen to be maybe doing more because our life is different um but we would all do it if we needed to and that's where I kind of feel like the same as a relationship we they all our relationships look different um but we all have our ups and downs and we all have our arguments and stuff like that no there's no different we're just maybe arguing about the different stuff and you know find stuff annoying (laughs) everyone has their own annoying little quirks and things you know um but we're not we're not a power couple we never have been we're just a, a couple who you know have just been through something quite horrific and just tried to work through it the best that we could and at one point it didn't work out so you know again you just try to do your best for everyone um but yeah it's it's a hard one when people kind of think you're something but you don't feel it I think inside like it's hard to take isn't it yeah yeah I get what you mean this yeah it's a nice compliment yeah it's nice but I feel like I'm I'm some sort of superhero and I'm like most days I'm like want to just cry so you know it's hard that people see a different version of you maybe to how you feel yeah because I guess it's like you're because you're really open on social media aren't you it's like like all aspects of your life which is great because it's like and again I get I think that's maybe why you get a lot of compliments because you're like you're so busy all the time and you're like yeah. caring for your daughter and you own your own business and you've got other kids that you're putting through school and college and you know you're just like that is amazing yeah and I get it's hard to take compliments because I get it sometimes when people are like oh you're doing this and it's like no I'm, at the end of the day you're doing it because not that you feel like you have to do it but you're doing it for yourself yeah and I think as long as you're doing it for yourself that's the main thing yeah definitely you're doing it for yourself your family and it's like yeah and and with that like you know with that me being like busy all the time comes like some sort of repercussion and that's either burnout or Barry saying to me I hardly see you you're so busy all the time you're always on your fucking phone like you know there's there's there is like it is so hard to get balance um but which we might get onto later one of my coping mechanisms is a hundred percent being busy all the time which oh, isn't okay. always healthy mm. so yeah one of those let's talk about that then yeah so because I think a lot of people try and keep themselves busy like mm-hmm. if, so if they're going I don't know like people tend to I think keep themselves busy when they're going through stuff yeah is that do you just keep yourself busy because it's like that is what works for you? For you as a coping mechanism? Yeah, mechanism. I, I think for um, for me, selfishly, because this is just purely how I feel and wouldn't be how, like, Barry maybe feels, you know, on his side. But with, so with Neve's um, cerebral palsy, like, it's, you know, the future is that um, we're 100% she's going to live with us full-time, she's going to need full-time care. And that's never been what worries me or what scares me that but the unknown is and so like we'll go through a couple of years where things will be fine and then you know she'll have a blip and it'll kind of feel like you're set back a little bit and because every 
um, person and every child is different. You just never know what's lying in front of you. Mm. And so a lot of the times when people ask me, what will Neve do when she's older? How will she be? I have no idea. And that's really scary. So like fatiguing, I could, you know, I could plan in my head that she's going to end up in the West End and, you know, do all these amazing things. Um, but for Neve, like the things that I would plan for her aren't exactly the same, like aren't the same. And so I, I feel like for so long with Neve, we live day by day. And sometimes it's hard to get out of that, that routine of just living like that. Sometimes mm. it'd be week by week and month by month. But with a, with a child with any like special needs, I think you live in such a small time frame of like like how far you can look forward to that keeping myself busy is probably me tr- not like trying not to look too far into the future um because I just don't know what that looks like so for right now I'm just gonna do that yeah like yeah does that make sense yeah no, totally. yeah, it's, yeah it's a it's a tricky one because like I said you know I'll either burn out before too long or I'm feel like someone feels neglected or you know which is really it's tough it's really tough and I know that a balance I've always had a balance issue when it comes to stuff that I love doing like I love being with my family but I also really love my business because I've put you know we've put everything into it and so balancing is always a and everyone will do when they find something they're passionate about Especially if you're a Scorpio like me, I'm like, mm, I'll put everything into it. into it. Yeah. yeah. The thing yeah. is, I guess you've got Barry to yeah. ground you again. So he'll yeah. pull you back and be like, look, you're going to burn yourself out. You need to take a little break. And like, that's cool. Yeah, that's good. absolutely. Like, that's good that he's there, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it's nice because like when we are super busy, if we just need to make that time for each other, and then when we do, it's always really lovely. Um so it's quality, not quantity. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> you it know, is, because yeah. we're just so, you'd have to split yourself into a million pieces. And I always feel like Barry and I are all just a million pieces. You know, we're parents, we're carers, we're business people, we're friends, we're family. Like there's so many aspects to one person that we're like divided into and mm. everyone's kind of, like trying to get a bit of you a bit of you especially when you start your own business you know you don't see your friends as much and I've gone from being so available to, when I was a full-time so carer to being so fucking unavailable <laughs> that everyone's like oh I can never get hold of you you never reply and I'm like I'm so sorry I know I'm rubbish I know I am but you know those that are in it for the long haul are in it for the long haul so you know it's it's part of they they just know it's it's how it is I mean I'm there 100% when I'm there you know but I just yeah I think that's been quite a difficult transition but maybe not just not solely for me but like people around me to not for me not to be available as much but but yeah it's fine it's all good I'll just feed them cake yeah exactly (laughs) I'm sorry (laughs) have some cake cake. I'm very sorry (laughs) sorry I'm so shit do you have any other like coping mechanisms at all, like just that you go to on a day-to-day basis to just, I don't know, like keep yourself level? Um, I think it is really important to 
with the business I think if I find it becomes overwhelming and like I have like some weeks are so busy that the business is just rolling and then my spark can kind of feel like it dies down because I'm I'm an artistic person (laughs) I love I've always been into drawing and painting and stuff like that and so you know anything or, or cooking or anything like that so when I feel like maybe the the business side of it isn't I haven't filled my creativity side I will try and allow myself some time to just do something that I really want to do um but then like outside of that the usual stuff like going to the gym massively helps um going for walks walking the dog just allowing myself some time to completely switch off which it's really difficult to switch my brain off because there's always like a hundred things going around all at once. But sometimes I want to just sit on the sofa and watch a movie and, and like not answer my phone. (laughs) And that's okay. Like just to have a day where I, you know, if I feel like I don't want to do anything that day, then I will try and take that day much to my mum's discussion <laughs> I'm like I can't today I can't do it I think it's really important to listen to your body listen to your your own head yeah if you definitely. can't that day you can't that day you know we'll do it tomorrow type thing um if that's viable obviously it's not always viable when you've got orders but but yeah I do think I just have to listen to myself and be conscious that if I'm feeling low, then I have to do something about it instead of just, yeah, just being and trying to keep going. Because that's, mm-hmm. yeah, to me, my burnout is predominantly I'm in bed and I can't get out because I'm so sick. So it's just, I know I can sort of feel when it's happening. So I'm like, right, I need to take a day. I need to calm down a bit. I need to do something for me. And so I'll do that. I guess with business, because for me, I try and keep level by having a routine and Tara's always trying to be like what are you doing this week yeah and she'll write down the whiteboard be like tell me what you're doing because I never know what I'm doing yeah I'm crap at I'm terrible yeah. at that my mum's a list person so I have to thank her for a hundred percent keeping shit in order because <laughs> if it was left is she me, like Kirsty you're doing this today yeah a hundred percent because I am uh, I'm a hundred percent the person that will just fly by the seat of my pants like Mm. I just I don't really plan anything I could quite easily like if I had a free day I'd just be like I'll just go do this whereas Barry is very much like quite not regimented but like he has the things that he likes that wants to do needs to do that type of thing yeah yeah. um and my mum in the workplace is very much she needs a list and I'm just like oh what's in my diary today <laughs> oh it's ready to cake oh <laughs> like oh, I'll just whip that up no so you know so that I I know I need to be more like that I need to be more and we're trying there's things that because business has been so busy and it did get a bit out of control we're working on ways to put more structure in for sure um because there needs to be like boundaries as well we're so available on social media, or we look so available yeah, on social media yeah. that we get messages at like 10 o'clock at night. Not, and I don't think it's the customer, sometimes it is the perception that I have to answer them because then I start getting loads of like question marks if I haven't replied within I the hour. Know. But for other people, they've just found that that gap in their day to message me 
I need to stop thinking that they need an instant reply from me because I, I'm human and yeah. from certain hours I have to be unavailable because I'm available for my family. So I think I struggle with other people's expectations, but I also think a lot of that is my own doing because I put the pressure on myself mm-hmm. to be like, yeah, I think I do a lot. <laughs> I think it's in my head. <laughs> no, like, I think a lot of people do that. Though. Yeah. But I've, I've had the thing on social media where, because oh, I've had to put it in my, I'll, I'll crop this out because it's just not bitching. But about, people, I love a good people, bitch. People say to me like, so people go come to me like saying, "Oh, what should I do in this instance?" Like, I've, like, I've, I've actually had people like teenagers message me going, "Oh, um, I've just broken up with my girlfriend. What should I do?" And I'm just like, "Oh, you'll know. get over yeah. it." But <laughs> I get and I've had to put it in my um, profile. I'm saying that I'm not a specialist. I yeah, can't, you're, I'm not, like, you're not a therapist. Yeah. Or a I literally just do it for. It, it started off me doing it for myself. Yeah, of course. Um, and I've had it before where people have done that, ask me a question about something and be like, oh, you can't even be bothered to answer. Yeah. It's, like, it's not like I can't be bothered. It's because it's, so it's hard. Yeah. And like, and you've got quite a big following as well. And so like for us, you know, keeping up with the social media side, if people are messaging us specifically for stuff in our like DMs, I have to say to people like, I'm probably never going to see it. I'll lose likes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I've, especially because I've, I have struggled probably in the last few, actually probably this year, hands on my heart, if I'm being really honest, this year I have found extremely tough. Um, and I, I don't think it's like one thing. I think it's a collective thing. I think we're all tired. We're all exhausted. Mm. We've been through this pandemic and we've come out the other side and now it's, you know, the living crisis and then it's something else and, it just feels so heavy sometimes. Like the outside, the exterior world feels really heavy. And I, it's hard to not let that affect you. Then plus you've got your own stuff going on. Then you're trying to run a business. So I had to step back and reevaluate like, what is it that I want from the business? Because I feel like I'm losing focus and I feel like it's so out of control that like I've lost sight of what it is that I, what I want from this business. And maybe as well, because the, with the pandemic, it, it projected it so quickly. Like I just wasn't almost ready for where yeah, it is yeah. now. So um, I think it's always good as far as a business aspect goes to draw back and say, like, obviously, you know, I had a five-year plan. It kind of went a bit crazy. So that five-year plan has like changed. So now I need to stand back and go, okay, like, what is it that I want from this business? Like, have I, because when we started it, what I wanted from the business, I have, but I'm not realizing I have it. Okay. Does that make sense? I felt so, I felt so caught up with everything that I feel like the, like I felt like I was failing for some reason. And then I was like, hold on a second. Like, if I look at the day that we decided to do the business and what what I started it for Mm. and where I wanted it to be, like, we've achieved that. So why do I feel like I'm failing? Like, it's so bizarre. Like, we just completely, it's so easy to lose sight um, in business, especially with social media and stuff like that, for sure. Yeah. so yeah, I think 
I've really, the last couple of months, I've had to sit back and go, okay, I need to reevaluate because something's not right and it's not working out. We had a post the other day um, uh, about our push up cakes that were in a plastic container. Um, don't come at me. And what anyone says about the plastic, I know, I know, I know. And um, they are literally coming for me. And I'm just thinking, and they don't even follow us. Like they're people who just randomly see it pop up on their page and they want to have a dig. Um, and I'm just like arguing with these people on social media. And I'm just like, but they make great reels. And, the, you know, but what they don't realise also is that the more they comment on it, the more people are going to see my post. So mum's like, why don't you just like not? And I'm like, because we're getting sales. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, the more yeah. I argue with them over it, the more people are seeing the post. So it's jokes on them, really. So I'm like, keep commenting on it. Because if you comment, some of your friends are going to see it. If they yeah, comment, yeah. some of their friends, that's how social media works. So as much as they're like going at me for whatever they dislike about it, they're also doing me a favour. So I'm like, keep going. Thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> so like mum's phone's like got a little sound on I literally have my phone on silent all the time I'm the worst and um, mum's has got a sound on for when a sale comes through the website so it's literally just like zing 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 I'm like all right okay cool. I'll argue with anyone if it's yeah. gonna get me some sales but yeah I just I don't like people's need on social media to pick at stuff that they have no real concern no. like over I feel like people just want to attack for no real reason whatsoever. Sometimes it feels a bit weird, but it's boundaries, isn't it? Like if we don't set them, then, you know, we leave ourselves wide open sometimes. It's funny because I was talking to the girls from the Melton Shack plug, um, (laughs) just a few (laughs) doors down from us today. I was talking to them about TikTok because I'm so crap at TikTok. I'm so, um, I'm just, I don't show up on it. I've always been about Instagram. That's kind of where our business has stemmed from. Um, but I was, I see that TikTok is becoming huge for like small businesses and sales and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I was like, maybe I'll dabble. So I went down and had a chat with them today. And she was like, you know, the bigger the following, then, you know, the more like, then you'll get, you'll leave yourself open to such and such, like, so they've had people like ring their mobile phones and they've had to change their like um like where their business address is. So I think it was at their home and they've oh my God. Yeah, it's bad. Like people I feel like people on TikTok are like next level when they go psycho, <laughs> they go psycho. And so they've been having like people like prank call them all the time and then they got that one of their mobile numbers, I don't know how, and then they were prank calling that. And she said, you know, it's to be expected. And I was so angry at that. And I was like, so but why? Like why is that meant to be normal? Why do we keep saying, like, if we get a bigger following or if we open ourselves up to people on social media, we should expect some of the backlash? And I'm like, this doesn't seem right to me. Like, it just doesn't sit right at all. But then that puts me off, like, do like you know, really doing it. Because I'm yeah. like, oh, God, because once I go, I go. <laughs> I'll probably get arrested. <laughs> Where can them people buy the T-shirts from? Mm. So, actually, do you know what? I don't know because the lady that makes our T-shirts has given up her business. So now she's left me high and dry. Um, But they were on our website. So the um, rude, offensive and vulgar one that I had is, I think it's still on the website, but I might have to take it down soon because she's going to 
stop her business. But that was one of the most popular ones. That was someone had, um, I'd obviously had an altercation with her on, on social media because I'd had an opinion on, on either, it was probably either something political or I'd made, the only thing I can think of is my support for Black Lives Matter. Oh, okay. And yeah. so, or I said, probably said something about Boris <laughs> being a knob or something, you know, as you do. Um, they've taken a dislike into it. I've, I have um, blocked, deleted their comments and blocked it from my social media, but they've then gone to a local food blogger who's a friend of mine and said, I can't believe you support her and she's on your, um, you support Oh My Cakery and that they're on your like recommended list. Yeah, yeah. She's she's rude, offensive, vulgar and political or something like that. And I'm like, Christ, I am not political <laughs> whatsoever. I just don't like people being shit to other people. That's like my only thing um, or being unfair to other people. So yeah, so I ended up making a, a t-shirt out of it which sold quite a lot <laughs> which is always amazing so just funny. to piss them off even more i just had this knack of like annoying people. people barry will probably say it's a gift <laughs> and i do it quite regularly um but yeah i just have i don't know who knows but if it's getting the business out there it's fine it's yeah good. i mean to be honest that's my whole business model mm. is being rude and offensive and vulgar so she didn't really get it wrong she he she just didn't get the memo didn't get the memo i once had someone drop in a handwritten letter what here, here. <laughs> <laughs> to tell me their displeasure were they actually delivered them themselves yeah no name on it no return address just hand delivered written handwritten letter that they were discussed, they were upset about some of the things that we'd labelled on one of the, so when we were first started doing our open days, we didn't have the trailer, they used to come in here. Oh, okay. And so we have something called a slutty brownie, which is called a slutty brownie universally, yeah. like, like worldwide, so it's called slutty brownie. And so we did a take on our own and like pimped it out and it's called a sleazy brownie. Then I made some like sour marshmallow, which I called like resting bitch face because like it made you pull a funny face because it was sour. And they're just like, it's just what we do. Like they're just catchy. They're yeah, funny. Yeah. They make people laugh. We don't think too much about it. And maybe that's the problem for some people, but it's all really lighthearted. And if you don't like it, that's cool. Um, but he brought his daughter in and didn't like the stuff that was labelled with swearing on it and stuff. But note, hand, nice. like, I mean, that is some effort, right? Like, didn't how, even how, email were they, in. Were they old? I don't know. The, the, I, judging by... Not to be oldest. Not to be ageist or anything, <laughs> ageist, but judging it. by the handwriting, much older than me. <laughs> so... That's amazing. That's my CSI coming in there, just like looking at that. Did you hear the letter? <laughs> Do you know what? It's got to be somewhere. I'd have framed not. it. Yeah. I just, you know. You could have framed it and pull it, turn it into a t shirt. I just never. <laughs> what happened to people just slagging you off behind your back without <laughs> saying it out loud? Like, oh, I don't really though. need to know, but whatever. You know, it's fine. Everyone's entitled to their opinion, I guess. But yeah. But that's my thing. Not everyone is for you yeah. and you're not yeah. for everyone. So I shouldn't, you know, I, sh- I don't feel like I should have to apologise for 
like what we do as our business or what I stand for, what I believe in or anything like that, because that's just part of, that's part of me, right? And we've always tried to, it's a family run business and we've tried to frame our business on being open and honest about like the journey that we started the business and, you know, things like that. So it's all part and parcel. But I just, I do feel like people that kind of go out of their way it's more about them than it is about me. If they go out of their way to tell you their displeasure when they really didn't have to, there's no need to, they could have just let me be. <laughs> you know, I was having a wonderful day. <laughs> um, but yeah, they choose to they choose to do that. So I try and turn it back around and make it a bit more positive. <laughs> I do love that. Yeah. That's so good. What, what can you do, eh? It's just... I would have loved to have known who it was because I would have sent them one of our T-shirts. Because you know, I feel like and a slightly brownie. And a slightly brownie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, one of our biggest followings that we got was probably locked in lockdown when someone well, I don't know if it was accidental, right? I think I've deleted it now, but accidentally on my WhatsApp, someone sent me a message thinking I was a man named Matt. And right. oh, it's it's in my highlights on my Instagram if anyone wants to laugh, because it is actually hysterical. But my spelling is atrocious, so I'm not one for grammar or spelling, just to pre-warn you. But I was also texting back through tears because I was laughing so much. But they sent me a message thinking I was Matt, but but didn't think that she just went straight in there with a nude photo with the message, like just straight off the bat. Like even if I was sending one to Barry... I'd be like, are you alone? Is anyone around <laughs> you before I send this? Yeah. Just to pre-warn. There was no warning of this photo that she sent. Do you know what? I can't remember her name now, but it's on my highlights. I'll have to send it to you because it is, it's hysterical. And it went Did on you find out who it was? No. <clears throat> no, I'm going to see. It's so... Did you find out who Matt was? No. Oh. And so I was like, I really hope you... So it turns out... Was she, oh, so she was in a relationship, apparently. Not with Matt. Not with Matt, but she wanted <laughs> Matt. I was like, ooh, this is so hot. Oh, gosh. Um, oh, it's Janet. Janet was her name. Now, I never... That's not a modern name, it's is not. it? It's not. I mean, my mum's name's Jan. And I was like... And someone said, it's not your mum having a joke. And I was like, if this is my mum, she's sick. Because <laughs> no mother should send this to her child. I mean, that's the photo. So you can sit, there's her legs. I mean, I didn't even open the photo. So it was blurred the whole time and I could make out what it was. And I was like, Janet, babe. So, yeah. So, and I, I mean, that, I shared that. The whole conversation went on for like a couple of days and that got me some likes. So, but please don't send nudes. <laughs> please no. <laughs> I know it's mental. Give me a whole different type of follower. But people want you to be real. Like people yeah, yeah, like yeah. that that yeah. kind of thing where they can relate to you and you you know it's funny and you don't want you to be too serious. But then you get a handful that want you to be very business and very you know corporate. And I'm just you're just talking to the wrong girl. That's very old school as well, though. Isn't it's it? very it's old like you don't get a lot of businesses that are like unless you're in a certain industry. Yeah. Then you especially with social media you don't have to be yeah I mean if you look at someone who's a business who's really corporate and Mm. their social media is someone who's not there's such a stark difference Mm. 
Uh, but, you know, people want to know who they're buying from. So that's what they like. But yeah, that is some light, some light reading there for you. For, <laughs> for you and Tara this afternoon, you are welcome. But yeah, it was funny. I didn't make a t-shirt out of that one though. So I thought it was a bit graphic, <laughs> a bit too much. Although thinking about it now, I probably could, but... You yeah. could just leave the censor bits on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn it. I was like, I really, like, I feel bad if it's a real... I was, I honestly it thought someone was pranking me, but I just... The more it went on, I was like... But she flipped the script on me, but I could also see it come in. And I was like, so she's going on about Matt, and then all of a sudden, she sort of flips the conversation. I was like... This girl's going to ask me if I'm down for some sort of, and she, she sort of did. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> it got wild. I'm just saying. But it's good read. You should That's definitely amazing. read it. <laughs> I'm going to skip a question out mm. and go to what is your happiest place in the world? Um, anywhere that my family and friends are. I think my most happiest is when I'm surrounded by. My people that I feel my my people, my people, my people um, that I feel most comfortable around. Like I could literally, no one else in the world could actually be in on that moment. But if I'm there, it just you know that's probably my happiest is being surrounded by people um, that I love. Yeah. So the kids, Barry, my close friends, family, that kind of thing. Yeah. Simple, simple, yeah. simples. <laughs> yeah. Simples I lead best. a simple life. I'm a simple human. <laughs> to be fair, like I just, I really don't ever. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it, when people talk about like what they like in life, and you know, not very money driven at all, which is weird for running a business. Um, but I just, I don't like, you know, Barry likes watches. Not really a watch. He always says you should get a handbag. I don't want a handbag. <laughs> He's like, you should just get get yourself one. I'm like, I just don't see the point. <laughs> I don't want it. Yeah, I just I'm not really sentimental about things. I'm sentimental about people. Yeah. Yeah, connections and stuff like that. So, but yeah, sorry, that's a fly. I've got the door open. It's just <laughs> before anyone sees a fly. <laughs> but, oh god, got to get it out before I shut the door yeah. and I set the alarm off. Um, but yeah, people. Good answer. Like yeah. I'm going to do a quick fire round now. Okay. So the first one is cats or dogs? Dogs. You've got a dog. Yeah. I've got a dog. Yeah. I am not. I'm very sorry to all cat lovers. Me. Sorry. They are Satan's spawn. <laughs> My cat's like a dog, but he's all right. Yeah. I mean, I just, um, the belief that, you know, cats belong inside. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> just. Can't do it. You're gonna get a piece of cat. I know, I, I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll just fill my DMs. it's probably called for, but I don't trust them. No, I, I didn't throw up my cat. I didn't I didn't use like cats. They just they're too independent and then they just flip the script on you because they just they use you and then they're like bye. Yeah. Well yeah. Chase is full on like oh, I need you constantly. <laughs> so yeah. Summer or winter. Oh, do you know I am a winter baby? What I know, I know it's I controversial. Think, I think out of like forty podcasts, you're the first person. I know it's that. controversial. Um, I don't get me wrong; I love a nice summer, 
But I think it's, I'm a, I was born in November. I love the snow. It always brings our family so much joy. Like some of my fondest memories have been when it's snowing. Um, and I used to figure skate. So the uh, ice, and okay. just, yeah, I think yeah. I'm just cold hearted. <laughs> So it's like being cold <laughs> but yeah and I used to go skiing as a as a teenager like as a youngster with family and stuff I just really love the the I love winter not like but like snow and cold yeah yeah you know Good cozy winter. nights in not crap winter where it's just like raining all the time just pissing it down yeah area. that's not that's not a cool winter <laughs> for no one but yeah I do like winter autumn winter I did too yeah yeah, yeah okay that's fine <laughs> Cold rather than hot. Yes. Yeah. I don't do great in the, in the heat. I get no, heat I stroke and I just become a massive bitch. <laughs> it's, not good. it's not good for anyone. <laughs> Keep me cool. <laughs> um, city break or beach holiday? Well, this is really controversial if I say beach holiday, it's though, not. isn't it? No. I do like a beach holiday. I love the sand in between my toes. See, that's different. That's not... Yeah. For a sh- yeah, an overcast beach holiday, <laughs> a winter beach. Yeah. We have a snowy beach. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I think beach holiday. Yeah, me and Tegan went to Saint Lucia, and it was just like just as a girls' holiday, and it was just amazing. It was so good. Definitely a beach holiday. Hmm. Not been to Saint Lucia. Have you not? It's, no. it's tiny. So tiny, I studied it at school. Did you? Yeah. Like I literally think Random. you could do the island in a day. I think oh, they really? said it's really small, but it's very cool. It's really nice. The people are lovely. Yeah, lots to see. Hmm. bucket list. Day or night? I, I am a night owl. But I think I could stay up for hours, but getting me up the next day is a chore in itself. I'm definitely more of a night person than a day person. Unless I'm being super productive and then I'll be a day person. <laughs> Unless I've got some plans. <laughs> Definitely more of a night owl though. And then the last one is cake or cookies? Cake. Easily. Yeah. 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 I do. Yeah. I don't know. I'm probably more fussy with cook- with when it comes to cookies. I don't know what it is. But yeah, definitely more of a cake person than a cookie person. I'm actually more of a cheese person than a Ooh, cake person, which cheese. is very controversial. And you, you don't make cheesecakes, do you? We do. Do you? Yeah. We do a cheesecake baked with a pie in the middle, which is amazing. Amazing. But yeah, I, I um, am more of a savoury person. What? I know. <laughs> Who'd have thunk it? More of a savoury person. Mad. Than a sweet person. I'm actually sh- I'm shocked at that. I know. Do you know what's the funniest thing is like like when I was talking to like lots of my cake friends and I'll put something on my social media and they'll reply. Um and we always talk about like people eating their own cakes and stuff. The amount of people that don't eat their own cake or are gluten-free and they don't make gluten-free products, they do normal cakes, like is insane. Yeah, it's crazy. We do like to taste test here. But I just think when you work with it all the time, I wouldn't think I fancy a slice of cake. I would think I would smash a bowl of nachos right now. <laughs> That's probably more yeah. me. I, yeah. I get the cheese thing, though, because I love cheese. I love cheese. Mm. Yeah, it's mine and Tegan's thing. We love. Barry doesn't really eat cheese. Not like um, what he calls raw cheese. 
He can have it melted. Yeah, how cheesy. He can have it melted on a burger or melted oh, okay. on top of something, but like he couldn't just eat from a like a block of oh, cheese, whereas God. it's in the fridge. It's all about Christmas with cheeses. Yeah, cheese mm. board at Christmas. Oh damn. <laughs> that is my guilty pleasure. Camembert. Make mm. camembert. I just thought so I'm weird because in a restaurant. If I've got a cheese board and as a dessert, as a dessert I've got, I'm yeah. all over. Yeah. I have to get that. I'm, yeah, I must admit, I'm more of a starter person than I'm a dessert person. Yeah. Mm. So, Unless yeah. I've got cheese board. Unless cheese board. That's kind of classed as like part of your main. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Definitely more savoury. That's it. Done. Done. Thank you so much. You're welcome. That was amazing. Thanks. Thanks for having me finally. I think it's been like I think it's been a couple of cancellations on my part, but yeah, we got there in the end. Yeah, life. Yeah. (laughs) No, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you so, so much to Kirsty for coming on the Stress Sessions podcast. And that one was a little bit different because that was the first one in probably a year and a half, probably over a year and a half that I've recorded face-to-face. They're usually done over Zoom. So the sound quality was probably a little bit better or maybe not because we, there was two of us sitting around a mic. Who knows? But yeah, that was a little bit different. So hope you enjoyed it. If you did enjoy it, please download and listen to the rest of the series. There's three other series before that. With lots of amazing guests, so please make sure you download those. I am not an expert, and nor are my guests that come onto the podcast. So, if you do suffer with a mental illness or you do need any help um, about mental health, then please visit the link that is in my podcast notes because that will take you to a page where there's lots of charities, lots of useful help, lots of links that will kind of direct you in the in in the right direction if you're suffering so thank you again so so much and we'll be back again next week with another episode so speak to you then see you later this is an advert this is an advert since giving up alcohol last year for my mental health i've been searching high and low for a zero alcohol product that still has the great taste and quality as an alcoholic one and i think i've finally found the one in unlimited beer in fact with a choice of lager and an ipa Unlimited beer has got me covered from all angles. Whether I'm watching football at home or planning a barbecue with mates in the warm weather, I can have a few cheeky bottles without the alcoholic content, and most importantly, without the hangover. Whether you're teetotal or are considering giving up alcohol for a while, or are just sober curious, why not try Unlimited beer? At just 23 calories a bottle, you just can't go wrong. And by entering the discount code LUKE10 at the checkout, you'll receive 10% off any order through www.unlimited.beer that's www.unltd.beer